West Coast. West Coast. West Side. West Coast. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess I'm sort of on that team now. I mean, I'm closer to the West Coast than I've ever been. Southwest. Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, Pacific Northwest? <laughs> Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to. But you probably should. And you probably are. That's why we like you. Today, we are drinking, for the first time on Chill Filtered History... A Mexican whiskey. What? And yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. I, uh, yeah, it's called Abasolo El Whiskey de Mexi- Mexico, as they'd say in the Mexico land. I think I probably I probably butchered that. So I'm sorry <laughs> to any Mexicans out there. That sounds more who are like, like what, oh, I just what we would say in the United States of America about Mexican was El Whiskey El Corno. De Abasolo. Yeah. yeah, no. Yeah. I don't know. And I yeah, made there's it probably worse. a lot of things I'm going to screw up today. <laughs> but for our Mexican listeners out there, I apologize. Or even our Spanish-speaking listeners out there, I apologize. But I'm going to do my best. But before we get to uh, Abasolo, El Whiskey de Mexico, uh, we are going to talk about some business. Um, yeah, hit us up on Instagram. Uh, that is a great way, and we love it where people talk to us, and we still hit everyone back up. So we're we're not uh, we're not too cool for you. Yeah, you hit us yet. up, we'll hit you twice as hard. Yeah, we'll hit you in the shoulder. We'll punch <laughs> you. Um, and uh, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, hit us up on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Tell your friends to follow us on Instagram, and tell your mom to follow us on Instagram. Yeah. And yep. Yeah, but that's um, that's the business, and uh, here's the podcast. <laughs> Remember, Adam <laughs> used to say it like that. I think he did. He was much more. Structured. And then he'd be like, "Cole, how are you?" Yeah, no, no. no he would say, and I thought about this. He would say, "Cole, my dear, dear friend, how are oh, you?" Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And, like to me, you are that. my dear friend, and I always want to say, "My yeah. dear, dear friend." But I'm like, well, that was his tagline, so. Yeah. Uh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Robbie, my dearest friend, how are you? <laughs> well, thank you, Cole, my second dear, dear friend. Is that right? I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, I'm good, man. So, it's uh, it's been an interesting week. Like, it's one of those weekends, like, so we had Christmas break, and then, like, that's a long time, and then we had, like, our first weekend after Christmas break, and I'm just like, dude, I'm ready for another weekend. Like, that weekend seemed too for short. Sure. So uh, we're, this comes out on uh, Human Rights Day, Martin Luther King Day, um, and it's a three-day weekend, and I'm so glad there's a three-day weekend because a regular weekend team seems way too short after Christmas. So, uh, But you're supposed to make it a day on, Robbie. You know, and we and we do. So like, that's one of the things we do on, on uh, Human Rights I Day. I believe you we do. We do, too. yeah. So we, we'll listen to, like, we always have, we listen to some speeches with Amara and the, and the twins. Um and then, uh, you know, this year uh, we try to do something in the community, but we don't. I mean, this year that's not going to happen. And actually, to be honest, it hasn't happened in the last three years since the Twins have been around. So it's a little different. But you know what? It's it's nice. I'm glad to have three days away from work and we can kind of take things at our own pace. Does that sound better, Cole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Totally, uh, totally, cool. totally. But I got to tell you, man, so I had a crazy day 
yesterday. So for Nebraska football, yeah. um, they okay. they did like so Nebraska has like the most consecutive home sellouts. Where um, really? Yeah, they do. So it's like and it's like by decades, like probably 15, 20 years almost. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. And so like for like Notre Dame's the next closest one to even catch us. So we've had like, like it's hard to get a Cornhusker home game and ticket. But, uh, so anyway, mm-hmm. like with COVID and everything they did, like a lot of teams did where they sold cardboard cutouts and you can put a cardboard cutout in the stands. Nice. And so mm-hmm. like, uh, just kind of honor my dad and like for a birthday or a Christmas gift to my mom and my sister, I was like, Hey, you know what? Dad's going to be watching every game with us. I bought a cardboard cutout and I submitted a picture of my dad. And uh, so nice. my dad was in the stands for every home game this season, but uh, love it. It was it was awesome. It, it honestly it, it made me really happy just thinking like I'm watching like when we were watching games. I was like I'm watching with my dad, so to speak, yeah. which was cool. But anyway, mm-hmm. so the season's over. They sent all the cardboard cutouts out back. So yesterday, I totally forgot they were sending them back. Um, on my mm-hmm. lunch break, uh, I just stopped by the uh, liquor store real quick, and I was like, I'm gonna just kind of peruse and guess what they had on the shelf. Your dad. No. <laughs> oh, um, Platte Valley corn whiskey. I had my dad's whiskey, which hasn't been there since, gosh, I'm going to say it's been almost a year and a wow. half before I had the liquor. So, but they had like the, the you know, 1.75 liter thing. So it was the big jug, which they haven't nice. had in forever. So I was like, oh, that's awesome. It reminds me of my dad. And then uh, I had a random, uh, one of his friend's kids that we used to hang out with a lot, uh, just randomly messaged me and was like, "Hey, like friend requested me and was like, how you guys doing?'" And uh, and then I got my dad's mm. cardboard cut out. So it was just like it was just like yesterday was kind of a cool day where it's like all this stuff that reminded that me cool. reminded me of my dad and stuff. So it was yeah. pretty cool. It was a good day. So had some corn whiskey yesterday. Um, put the cardboard cut up uh, out on the mantle and <laughs> the girls were like, that's my grandpa. Nice. I miss my grandpa. I'm like, I miss your grandpa too. Aww. So I don't know. It was just I don't know. I don't. I mean, I think I typically believe things are circumstantial, but we should look for deeper meaning in the circumstances kind of a thing. Um, mm. And it was just one of those days where it's like, there's a lot of circumstances. It was just kind of a cool day. So that was pretty sweet. And yeah, you know, and then like even last week I mentioned like my dad's birthday is coming up here soon. So like I was like, let's do some corn whiskeys. And you know what? There it is. So I'm just, I'm just feeling very uh, nostalgic, I, I guess you could say so. Yeah, so it's been a pretty good week. A long week with the kids at school. Everybody's tired. Yeah. It's hard to get back into the grind of things, but yeah, we're good to go, man. Oh, and I'm getting my vac. Uh-huh. I'm getting my vaccine. So, uh, oh, lucky you. Yeah. So teachers get it uh, in Idaho are getting it starting now. So I get my vaccine this weekend. So when this episode nice. comes out, I'll have my first dose, and life is slowly, hopefully, going to return to normal. So I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's been a good week, man. How's a How's how's your week been, Cole? Speaking of first dose, I got dose glasses of whiskey prepped. <laughs> See? <laughs> you said Spanish word. Dose whiskeys. Um, dose whiskeys. Yeah. According to this bottle, whiskey translates right that like that. Whiskey. So um I am it's been a busy week. Yeah. And that stresses me out somewhat. Yeah. Um I have kind of been back to back on a few things this week, had somewhat busy work, uh, but then kind of afterwards, not really getting with people, but like zooming with people and stuff <laughs> like that. And, uh, and I hate zoom much mucho. And, um, <laughs> and 
Some people are going to be super offended, and I'm so sorry. But it's just all these Spanish words are coming to my mind. Um, <laughs> Is much and, mucho a Spanish oh, phrase? Oh, get this. We get to find out uh, on Tuesday, the day after this podcast comes out, uh, whether we're having a Nino or a Nina. Ooh, on Tuesday. On Tuesday, yeah, oh, like three-ish. Oh, man, that's awesome. So that's it's big. Like, I'm really hoping big. it's a girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like so fixated on the fact that we're having a girl that I'm going to be thrown off a lot if we have a boy or if it's like determined that that thing's got a thing. Um, <laughs> and, uh, thing's got a thing. And so, yeah, hey. I, yeah, it's been a good week. I, I'm hoping things settle down. Hey, Cole. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What's up? If that thing has a thing one and, you know, two things underneath the thing one, you'll be okay, man. It's okay. Two, two things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it'll be good. It'll be Old good. Old berries and it'll twigs. Be fine. Yeah, the old berries and twigs. And he might so go to a department store and try on some clothing. I have to hide thing one and thing two. It's no big deal. Yes. Yeah. If that happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do our listeners? No, they must know. You, we, we you, probably you mentioned that, that with back way back with Adam too. Yeah, because you, uh, I did. You, well, yeah, when you went back to Wisconsin. No, yeah, for sure. But we, did we talk about it on the podcast? I'm fairly certain you did. Okay, yeah. Listen back to like say February last year, uh, and listeners, and you will no, find February out what we're talking two about. years ago, right? No, it was last year. It was right before COVID. Was it? Yeah, we were, you were you were full time at that point. Okay, all right, I believe you. Yeah, and at this, at like as we record now, like it's been over a year for you. It which has. Is pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, so I'm happy. About congratulate, it. Uh, con- congratulate him, listeners, in your mind. Mm-hmm. Give him a little clap, clap, clap. Do a little mind meld. Uh, he's doing good. I think I'll hold on to him. <laughs> I think he made it through the the test run, the the fifty uh, two week test run. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, yeah, I'm um, having fun. I don't know, making jewelry. That's fun. Well, you were doing studying. You were busy this week because I even texted you. I was like, "Hey, you okay?" Because typically you are like, I'm. I am the worst at responding to stuff in general, and I felt mm-hmm. like I was doing better than you at responding stuff. And so yeah, I was even like, on Instagram and stuff. Yeah, yeah. so I was like, "Hey, you okay?" And you're like, "Yeah, I'm fine." Why? And I'm like, "Well, I, I just, I feel like I'm doing more talking than you, which isn't usually the case." So yeah, you were busy. <laughs> <laughs> you carry the yeah. load for sure. Oh, um, yeah. I'll mention in the uh, right before I get to the history, but we do have a few um, updates yeah. and shout-outs We got to absolutely. Give. So yeah. Uh, but let's. Uh, are you good to move it on to the history slash shoutouts? I'm ready to move it, man. Let's do it. All right. But before we send it to um, the shoutouts and history, let's send it to break. We're back from break, and uh, we have some notes to get to, actually. First of all, and very exciting, 
Uh, we have a new Patreon supporter, Mike Cook what? from San Diego Land. Yeah. Oh, San Diego! Uh, I didn't know ap- San Diego. That's awesome. I think it was. Yeah. Anyway, it's um, it's awesome from anywhere, but uh, yeah, West Coast, West Coast, West Side, West Coast. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess I'm sort of on that team now. I mean, I'm closer to the West Coast than I've ever been. Uh, South. Yeah, we appreciate you, Mike. Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, Pacific Northwest? <laughs> All right. Yeah, we appreciate you, Mike. And our, as a podcast, are one step closer to that bottle a month uh, that we hopefully will be able to achieve with our Patreon subscribers. Uh, and thank you, Mike, for not only doing that, but also sending us some samples via courier. And another big shout out to Ben Klepsig at madtown marketer yeah um and uh, mike cook's got a uh instagram name too but uh maybe robbie can look that up for a second while i talk about um ben klepsig uh he couriered some stuff to us this week and both of them get this get stuff couriered back to them and ben seemed to love the glendronic 21 and Mike was very impressed by the Redbreast 21. You never know what you're going to get. Uh, so let that be a lesson to those who think, maybe I should send some goodies via courier mm-hmm. to uh, Chill Filtered. Maybe you'll get some goodies sent to you. Uh, did, you did you happen to look up Mike's? Yeah. Um, he is cooking without a G underscore with underscore cook. Cooking with cook. There it is. And, uh, Love it. I'll Thanks, honest, Mike. He has, uh, he's like, mm-hmm. so Cole and I talk about like cooking and barbecuing and smoking and stuff like that. Yeah. Mike's stuff looks amazing. So hit him. Yeah. Check, check out it his out. Page. It's awesome. He's got some like ribs, yeah. especially. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm ready so, for ribs. Huge shout out to Mike. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mike. Um, yeah. All right. What we're drinking today is Abasolo El Whiskey de Mexico. Uh, this is not only our first Abasolo brand whiskey on the podcast, it's their only branded uh, whiskey they have, but it's also our first Mexican whiskey we've ever done uh, on the podcast, and hopefully not our last. Um, okay, check this out. Here's a word. It's spelled very interestingly in Spanish, but it's pronounced cacahuacintle. <laughs> and it is wait, a wait, very wait, 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 special wait, wait, wait. type of corn. Go ahead. Can you say that again? Cacahuacintle. <laughs> He's probably like, there's probably emphasis on parts of it that are. It used to be my name in college, than... the nickname in college. <laughs> that was a nickname in college, yeah. That's uh, great. Um, no, it's it not. It's a very special type of corn. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was good. I, I feel like we haven't done that in a while. I miss the old, uh, that was a nickname in college. I said that to Heather the other day, and she's like, uh huh. Yeah. But it was a really good one. Yeah, you're transitioning from um, husband to father. Oh yeah! When they start, Bring on the puns when they start doing. Uh huh. Yeah, you're not funny. That yeah, you're turning. Okay. You're turning into father instead of husband. The metamorphosis has begun. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, special type of corn grown in it. Ele- er, wow, grown at higher elevations at Ella high elevations. I almost said taco wasabi. I haven't even drank yet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, in the Mexico land. Uh, most U.S. corn <laughs> has been genetically modified and selectively bred to be this super sweet corn that you see that is like sweet and yellow and sugary. Mm. But 
Kakawa Sintle has been passed down by <laughs> has been passed down by generations of Mexicans because it tastes of tradition and deliciousness. Uh, and that's the grain in Abasolo whiskey. And that's what she so said. So let's talk about the Abasolo <laughs> distillery. Uh, uh, claims, they, they claim that there are the first distillery and only distillery in Mexico that was built for the purpose of corn whiskey. Okay. Uh, and get this, it's at a, a, a altitude of 7,800 feet, which is like pretty high what's denver at denver's like 15 denver's 5280 okay uh colorado springs where i used to live was about 66 okay and where they uh, at? they're at they're at 78 so it's pretty high okay i was way off of my yeah. estimates but that's higher for sure totes totes one is greater than the other uh from their website they quote Every element of the Abasolo distillery is meant to reinforce and reinvent the ancient tradition and contemporary craft that is part of the Abasolo whiskey making process and inherent in contemporary Mexican culture. It's kind of cool what they're doing. They're like, you know, they're keeping it all in house and, you know, they're making it their own, which I always say I respect. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, here is the process behind the whiskey. So before they grind up the field dried corn, uh, or uh, caca wasintle, winter corn, lacaco. It's <laughs> hard. They, I'm sorry. They also uh, malt a portion before drying it. So did, they malt some of the corn. Okay. Um, which begs the question: Can we smoke corn through the malting process? <laughs> So there's got to be someone out there who is malting or drying the malting of corn with smoke. Um, and I just can't wait to try that whiskey. It might be terrible. It might be crap, but I'm so down to taste it. Mm. Um, <laughs> anyway, then it's nixtamalized. It's what? That's right. Nixtamalized. Nix or mix? With the N as in Nancy. Okay. And uh, that involves, uh, that, man, I haven't even drank a thing today, um, which involves boiling the, the um, grain in lime water, uh, which has a few benefits. It strips away potential fungal mold or pest damage that can affect corn or make it harmful to humans and animals. That's good. Uh, and it's, it is apparently a 4,000 plus year old process. Uh, nixtamalization huh. also breaks down hemicellulose and pectin and releases niacin. Hmm. But altogether, it basically makes masa, like the corn flour yeah. you'll see you know, in the, in the grocery store. Okay. Otherwise, they ferment the mash and double pots distill. And, and that's copper pots distill, too. Uh, they use pots. a combo. <laughs> Just a copper pot. Um they use a combo of new and used toasted oak barrels. Uh, but I thought this was cool. They uh, use a wallless rickhouse. Not sure how long they age it, but to be honest, it doesn't seem long when you actually look at the uh, color of the whiskey. Uh, but it's hot down there, so it might speed things up a bit. This well, is all at done. altitude too, though, so that's that's what gets that's me. That's true. You're at altitude. Yeah, it'd probably be cold up there, actually. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Interesting. I am really intrigued by this now. I really want to start sipping on it. Hurry up, Cole. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, this is all done in Gila or Hilotopec de Molina Enriquez. I know that last one. Um, <laughs> just north of Mexico City. And what we're drinking today, Abasolo El Whiskey de Mexico, 86 proof, 100% cacao scent like corn, <laughs> aged for Cut a undisclosed, uh, what is it? I don't know. I probably can't outdo that. Um, aged for an undisclosed amount of time uh, as a part, or as, as of this past summer, it is only available in Arizona, Texas, California, Florida, and New York. And it is in a cool brown-tinted square bottle uh, with a cool wooden-topped cork. Total wine price, where I got it, 40 bucks. So okay. let's, uh, let's give it a old cork pop. What do you say? Yeah, pop it to pop it. Oh. There it is. Ooh, nice. And it looks like a, a genuine cork. On the inside. Look at that. Would you know it? Mm. Interesting smell. It smells like a pool. Like a chlorine pool to me. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. At least, yeah. I can see where you're getting that off. right. It definitely smells like corn. But I can see where you're getting kind of like a, a pool smell to it. Like a, like a hotel pool. First impression. I will admit I have had this before. Okay. Oh, you're not as good of a man as I thought you were, Cole. Yeah, apparently no, not. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, definitely um, definitely a sweet. Um, it, it really smells like unaged bourbon to me. It's, yeah, it's, it's very, I mean. It's like a white dog. It is. You know? It's very close to white dog, but it's not as sweet for sure. So I think mm-hmm. that's interesting you're talking about in the history where it's, you know, it's ungenetic and mo- ungenetically modified. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it's definitely less sweet for sure from a, like a your typical white dog. Yeah. But it, it's de- it is definitely sweet. It's just not as pungent, I guess. I mean, it just doesn't hit you as hard on the sweetness on the nose for sure. Um, yeah, there's there's kind of like a chemically kind of a smell to it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like when it's um, <clears throat> go ahead. Well, so like you're talking about the lime juice with it. So what is the what is the ceviche right where they just do like raw fish and lime juice kind of a thing? Not that kind of lime. More like limestone. <clears throat> limestone. Yeah, like a uh, calcium chloride type. Uh, oh. Or is it calcium carbonate? Yeah, calcium carbonate okay. uh, type lime. Yeah, like you would decompose a dead body with. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well. No, I don't know about that. Um, well, maybe do they decompose bodies in in like hardcore lime? Do you, well, like okay. So what is it, the guy? Oh gosh, the. Chicago's World Fair, where Paps Blue Ribbon got their blue ribbon, where it was like the murder house. Oh, what is his name? Oh, what? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, um, Homeboy. Uh, it was the Devil in the White City. The mobster. No, 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 no. no. What's his name? Mud- oh, I got to look it up now. He had uh, like a whole hotel where he would like 
sell a single room to like these traveling women by themselves and he would murder them and then he would mm-hmm. decompose their body in lime. What is his name? Huh. Have you never Oh, Devil in the White City. Awesome novel. Huh. Is it a real true story? Oh, absolutely. Uh, by Eric Larson. Nice. Devil in the White City by Eric Larson. Awesome. I can't find the guy's name. But anyway, he would, yeah, decompose bodies in uh, lime. Huh. So I don't know if that is... Lime juice. Not lime juice. You're talking about... <laughs> <laughs> he would make ceviche. Yeah. He would make margaritas with their bodies. Oh, my gosh. What is the guy's name? Anyway, back to the whiskey. I'll come back to it. There's something almost tequila-y about this. Absolutely. Like unaged tequila. Tequila Blanco. Ooh. You go for the sip? I did. I like it. Mm-hmm. But, it, but 100% right on the tequila-y thing. It is very tequila-esque. Mm. It's not tequila. It's yeah. not as uh, as a smoky as you would get a tequila. Yeah, but it it's very tequila like. Yeah, if you like tequila, you know. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, if you like tequila and you like whiskey, I think you'll like this. It's good. Like I, but like I easily see where people don't like. Tequila. Like I know people don't like tequila. It's kind of mm-hmm. an acquired taste and. If you don't like it, you're probably not going to like this. But I, I kind of like it. This is nice. It's, yeah. it's, it's close but different. Yeah, this is my thing. If you love bourbon, you're going to hate this. Like, if you only love bourbon, you're going to hate this. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like tequila, you might like this. <laughs> you know, there's a good chance you'll probably like yeah. this. Well, um, what was the... Um... If you're somewhere in the middle, just think of it more on tequila. Because I, the first time I had it, I thought this was crap. One of the worst whiskeys I've ever had. Really? Uh, but now that you meant I, I bring up the tequila stuff, I'm like, yeah, if I think about it that way, it's a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely got, it has, H.H. H. Holmes, that's who the devil in the white city is based on. Mm. Horrible guy. Horrible. It's really Good old lime juice Holmes. But Eric Eric Larson is a great novelist and it's an awesome book. So anyway, check that nice. out. He also did one on, really, no, I can't remember the name of it right now, but he did a, uh, on the last American, uh, what who uh, ambassador in Berlin right before World War II? Okay, and that was oh, a, cool. a, something in the Garden of Beasts or something like that. Eric Larson, oh, cool. awesome novelist. Check him out. But anyway, um, huh. yeah, no, this is very tequila-y, and I like it a lot. Yeah, I like tequila. Yeah, though. I mean, it's I like the I I. I this is hard for me because I, I can enjoy a good tequila. I much prefer a more Anejo mm-hmm. tequila. I don't typically love like a silver or a Blanco tequila. But yeah, in terms of corn whiskey, this is low and unaged. Like this tastes like white dog. <clears throat> it is it is close. It's Which, very close to white dog for sure. Yeah, but that's not the worst thing ever. I like white, white dog. dog. I can enjoy some white dog, yeah. Yeah. But um, there's there's almost zero age to this thing. Uh, <coughs> it's got the slightest yellow tint, almost like... Excuse me. That was my water. Yellow Sorry. water. Oh, nice. Yeah, the water got me coughing. Yeah. Went down the wrong pipe. Sorry. Oh, rough. Yeah. He's got the Rona. 
<laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. But yeah, I... But if I think of it as tequila, it gets better and better. What was the... We did the... Was it... What was the rum one we did? Oh, the um, Basil Hayden's? Yeah, Basil Hayden's rum. If you like rum, you like that Basil Hayden's Caribbean cask or whatever it was. But if you like whiskey. If you like whiskey, you won't like it. Uh, And if you like whiskey and don't like rum, you won't like that. Same thing with this. If you like tequila and you like whiskey, you're probably going to like this. If yeah. you don't like tequila, but you like whiskey, you're probably not going to like it. I mean, it's it very much, I think it's this, that's a perfect comparison where it's like, this is a lot like tequila. You and know I, how, um, go ahead. Well, I don't want to say that, like, just because it comes from Mexico, we think it's tequila, but it very much has it. No, it actually tastes like tequila. Like it is, there is a lightness to it. There is a freshness to it. And that's some words, some good words I will give it. There is a freshness, a crispness, a lightness, especially the word light. Mm-hmm. This is a light whiskey. Absolutely. Um, Have you dropped? But is, is tequila only available or only made in Mexico? Um, Or is it like one of those ones I, that could be like made bunch of places i would say it's uh, well i know um what is the uh agave is it make it out of agave yeah mm-hmm. i know that's predominantly i think it's pretty much only grown in that belt and tequila yeah yeah so i think probably yeah have you dropped huh. have you dropped water yeah. yet i have and the nose is even more tequila really because i thought it went more like corny <laughs> it's more white nah. doggy and to me, not for me. So for me, it went a lot more like sweet corn, and then on the palate for me, for sure, it's a lot sweeter. It's still not like as sweet as an American corn kind of white dog, but it is very sweet with a little bit of water in it for sure. Uh huh. I'll tell you one thing. This is probably the only whiskey that would taste good in a margarita. Mm. Speaking of lime juice, yeah. How many serial killers? Yeah, this would work like, really well in a margarita. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you're looking for a whiskey, this is not your whiskey. Yeah. If yeah. If you're like, man, I could go for some like exotic whiskey that's like a hardcore whiskey. This might not be the one that you're looking for. No. But I mean, like maybe. Try Tasmania. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know what I just, why I said absolutely, but. um, I think though, if I. Like, yeah, you haven't had uh, Sullivan's Cove yet. I have not. Oh, I've only I've only stuff. experienced uh, Tasmanian uh, cinema, not their whiskey. Yeah, that's right. Wait, no, have you? I think so. Or no. Are you thinking of New Zealand? I'm thinking New Zealand. Sorry. Well, one of our favorite listeners is Tasmanian, and I'm a f- Joel, and we've officially offended two people in the southern equator, or two groups in the southern. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so Joel hit us up. Um, like last week or something like that. And he was laughing so hard because we were, we, you know, when we were like to take a Mickey or something like that, yeah. like he explained it to us and he's like, yeah, it's like, it's like taking a Mickey. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means, man. Is that like taking a pee or something? And he like, I forget what he told me it was, but he was laughing so hard. Cause he's like, no, like you don't know that phrase, like to take a Mickey or I forget. I got to look it up for what it was. I think but, it was something like you're, um, you're joking or you're lying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it was like you're you're showing off lying or something like that. I don't even know, but like 
made no sense uh on paper you know what i mean and i was like oh okay like but it was just so funny how wrong we got it compared to <laughs> the the aussie uh, slang it was so good but i hope we can get more aussie slang because that was so funny yeah so we love you joel we do we love Thanks all for of being our a great listeners. listener you know yeah. what mm-hmm Hit us up because we will tell you how much we Hit love you. Up. If you just message us, we'll yeah. tell you how much we love you. Yeah, I can tell Mike Cook's on the way up of that ladder. So he, he, I think this is like his third week in a row we've mentioned him. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, what a guy. And you know what? Cole, what yeah. we're talking about, listeners. Uh, Caleb Olson had his birthday last week, so happy birthday, Caleb! Happy birthday, Caleb! Yeah. yeah. Cheers with some Mexican then, uh, whiskey. Yeah. Nothing says happy Wisconsin birthday nothing. like Mexican yeah. whiskey. Nothing says Wisconsin <laughs> birthday like Mexican whiskey. Mm. Um, real quick, before I drop some ice in this, uh, actually, I got my Denver and Lily glass. That's right. Check out them out online, Denver and Lily. Um, I'm drinking from the bourbon glass today. Um, <laughs> oh, I had to do with our listeners. <laughs> What was I thinking? Were you gonna have you been stalking one of them this week? No, not this week. Okay, no. So, but while you're yeah, while, whatever. While you're thinking, I dropped a cube and yeah, I'm about I, to drop. To be honest, surprisingly, it got colder. Um, Weird. Yeah. What? Uh, How does that? But always happen? yeah, I think with, just with water in general, it just smells sweeter. It is definitely sweeter. Yeah, but- what if it's cold water in general? Mm. Wait, you're saying, you're saying, what are you saying? I'm saying when you put you water in ice is water. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, it does get sweeter. Oh, it's like uh, almost like uh, sugary sweet, like lemonadey sweet. It's super like, like caney. It's like a sugar cane. Yeah, like highball sweet. Yeah. But I haven't sipped it yet. Well, on the nose and by itself, it's just super. I mean, with from the water to the ice, got super sweet. It's very corny, um, corn syrupy kind of a sweetness. Yeah, that's so, a good point. Yeah, yeah. The first note on the palate I got from the ice pour was that hotel uh, pool again. Oh, really? Okay. I wasn't getting that, but... Which isn't a good note. I mean, it's not a bad note. I can deal with that note, but it's not a good note. It's not a complimentary complimentary note. Yeah. Oh, um, this is what I was going to say. Um, the courier is going to pick up a package from me tomorrow to go your way. Awesome. So prep your mind. Yeah. I'm hoping this weekend, with the long weekend, and once the courier gets here, I can send another package back this weekend, so... Mm-hmm. So hopefully Curry gets here soon. That large, yeah, I love that mail. That large courier. mail of a man. Yeah. So uh, now, I, honestly, he kind of reminds me of Terry Crews, and I've been watching some Brooklyn Nine Nine lately, and I'm like, I love Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, he's a Terry Crews kind of a courier. Dude, you know how great a man Terry Crews is. I I get snippets here and there, but I, from what I pick up, he's just a good dude in general. He's a good dude, like. He like stands for things that are great. Mm-hmm. He's just he's he wants to be a good man, and I can tell. I, and I want him to be in my life because he <laughs> seems like a good guy. I can appreciate. It. I can respect that, Cole. Yeah, I respect good. that. Me so, too. all right. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, have you said anything about the ice ice pour yet? Yeah, I said the the uh, pool hotel 
um, pool. But uh, yeah, it's also sweeter. It's also lighter, crisper. Um, this isn't my cup of tea altogether, yeah. especially in the whiskey realm. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It's... But if I if I'm like, actually, this would be the perfect whiskey for someone who's into tequila. Like so into Absolutely. tequila, and they're like, "I'm not sure I can get into whiskey." Well, I'm like, "I got the whiskey for you." Mm-hmm. Nope i was gonna I was gonna say that earlier. It's like if you have a friend who likes tequila but doesn't like whiskey, give them this. Might be a good transition. Absolutely. Yeah. So you start start with tequila. Start with like anejo tequila, and then move it on to <sighs> silver or like blanco tequila. Okay. Then show them this. Then show them corn whiskey from the U.S. Like something like uh, Platte Valley corn whiskey. And then you show them like something light in the uh, bourbon world. And then you show them some corn on the cob. And then you smoke them some ribs. Then you show them and you eat your the sherry butt. The- <laughs> <laughs> so I got to be honest. I, I was swirling uh-huh. in my uh, my glass here a little bit. A little fell out. I wiped it up with my sleeve. Sniffed my sleeve. And I could swear mm-hmm. to you it's tequila. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it is very tequila. Which is super interesting. Yeah, you know, I mean, totally different, totally different uh, this, base yeah, uh, thing, mash. you know, like agave versus you know, corn. Would you call it a mash? Yeah, yeah, let's call it a mash. Okay, T- totally different, yeah, but it's, and I wonder how much that has to do with, like, just the whole aging process, right? Yeah, or, yeah, I really do think it has especially to do with the short amount of age, like an old, like a stupid old tequila is like four years old well how much how long and that's a stupid young bourbon and then like so not stupid mash bills for a lot of tequilas are probably 100 percent agave right i want to say they're always agave so i just wonder if it's like mostly like 100 percent of one mash that's like a sweeter you know you're gonna and then shortly aged you're gonna kind of get something like this so yeah, I don't know. Do you, do you have a rating in mind? Are you ready to get your ratings? Uh, yeah. Okay. You want to go first? Or you want me to? Uh, you can go first. Okay. So, in general, I like tequilas. Okay, and it reminds me of when we did the Basil Hayden's rum, where it was just like, I'm not a huge fan of rums. I I'm okay with a rum. I'm not a huge fan. I went pretty low with it. It. I would give this. I mean, just as something to drink, I'm going to go like, yeah, it's like a seven something. Okay. But if I'm judging it based on a whiskey, uh, I'm going to go probably like a 6.0. Like I, I personally like this and I would drink this. And like Cole was saying, like make a, make a margarita out of this. Like this is one of the whiskeys you might make a margarita out of, but as a whiskey, maybe uh, I might go a little, uh, I'm going to go five point seven i'm gonna go 5.7 because okay. really it's not like a traditional whiskey but i like corn whiskeys but it is so close to a tequila that i don't even think i'm drinking whiskey and this is a whiskey yeah, podcast so <clears throat> if you gave this to me and said hey try this whiskey i'd be like pour this tequila out give me a whiskey so i'm gonna go 5.7 yeah. i enjoy this because i like tequila um, as a spirit, I rank it much higher, but as a whiskey, it's a 5.7. Like, there's some corn notes. It's nice. It's similar to, like, a white dog. Um, so, I'm not disappointed at this. It's not gross, but I like tequila. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think, Cole? Yeah, this week, uh, I think it was yesterday, Dramhound, one of our favorite listeners, uh, hit us up 
and he was like, oh, I'm excited for you guys to try, you know, this whiskey. They don't sell it up. I think he's in Boston area, so they don't sell it up there, which uh, matches what, what I've seen. And uh, and I had already tried this one, um, and I think I bought this the same, yeah, this is, I bought this the same night I bought the Red Breast 21, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I think I tried it potentially that night. Um and it was pretty bad altogether, to be honest. And and so I was like, I was like, yeah, it'll be interesting for sure. And like, Dramhound knows, you know, like, he, you know, I, I think the cool thing, like, here, okay, <laughs> four point eight is my rating. Okay. Um, but I really commend Mexico for starting their own thing. And I think there could be a lot that could grow from this. I think if they really age longer, if the, like I could you imagine, Robbie, if they age this six years, this would be a different product. Like really interesting. Well, I don't know. I mean, like honestly, I have a it's, feeling it's, it's already aged, a, like I would say three months. It's already an interesting product. That's for sure. That's for sure. So, but I think it would be potentially like good, like really good. If they aged it like just six years, that's it. That's I, all I I'm like asking. It, yeah. Just the age of a of a first grader, yeah. But um, but yeah. Also, like I don't know. I personally, I don't know if this is worse or better than the worst whiskey I've ranked on the podcast, which was uh, Long Branch Wild Turkey Long Branch that smelled like or tasted like and gym smelled rags. like a gym rag to me. Um, no offense to Jim, we love you, Jim. Thanks for listening, Jim. Yeah. You make great rags, Jim. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd say this this outranks um, Long Branch because this is mixable. This is uh, not too expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, forty bucks is is you know pushing it. I would never spend forty bucks again, but it's not sixty bucks. Um, yeah. I don't know what Long Branch is, but uh, I say Long Branch is, is close to forty, right? Probably around yeah. like forty-five. You maybe. know, yeah. but I might, I'm gonna, I might go lower too because I wasn't forty bucks is a lot for this if you're expecting a whiskey. That is something, yeah, yeah. yeah especially compared to like Some, what's what was the one seven five you got the handle? Uh, I think it was like twenty-three. Whoa. Yeah, that's the, something like there's that. something to be said there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm dropping my. So. I, I didn't take that into account, and that's one thing I take into account. So I'm dropping from five point seven. I'm going to go down to five point three. Boom. Okay. So do the do the math on yeah. the price per uh, ounce. I don't know milliliter <laughs> for sure. But yeah, yeah. I'm going to go five point three. That's that, forty is pretty expensive for this, especially if you're yeah. expecting but a whiskey. It's a it's imported, which. Taxes, you know, like it's like NAFTA. it's like scotch. Scotch is always yeah. more expensive than your average whiskey or your average bourbon because it is imported. Uh, <clears throat> but you know, for me, it was imported right across the border into Arizona. But that doesn't make, make that doesn't mean a lot. There's probably <laughs> yeah. import taxes and stuff across so, the border. Is across um, the border. It's like once you drive the car off the yeah. lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna go to four point eight. I don't like it. I would only at this point I would only pour this for a margarita. Hate to say it, um, no, I, but no, I, I right. would be super interested in seeing a older 
Mexican whiskey. So don't give up Mexico now that you've listened to this episode of the podcast. And don't be like, oh, we have a crap product. No, just age it longer. That's all I'm asking. Mm-hmm. See, well, I would love to see what that tastes like. And maybe, so. maybe, maybe just put one wall up on the rickhouse. Yeah, yeah. Just try one wall at a time, age it longer, and then, you know, if it doesn't work out, put another wall, age it a little bit shorter, longer, I don't know. Till you run out of walls. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's uh, that's our rating. What do you say it's time for the next segment of our podcast? And what's that segment, Robbie? <laughs> what? Whiskey would you... No. Whiskey World News. Come on. All right, it's time for What Whiskey Would You World News. Uh, it's a part of the podcast where we read an article and we talk about it. Now, I will say this. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. That might be a party whiskey. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's light. You can bring that to a party. It, it goes down yeah. easy. So there's something for that. I feel like a lot of people would agree with it, especially those who are into the party tequila scene. Yeah, absolutely. Like I could, I could drink that by the pool for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's. I mean, it's not bad. But he, I mean, it's not terrible. But here's the thing: it's just not great for the yeah. for the price. You can get a heck of a lot of tequila for forty bucks for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get like bunch of Jose's and stuff. Jose's and Moses and anyway and Rose's and you know what? That's not part of this <laughs> segment. So this we don't is, drink wine. This is part of the show where we read an article and we don't talk about our ratings <laughs> and we. Here we go. <clears throat> All right, this one comes from vulture.com and it's titled by some oh it's a I don't see an I don't see an author on this one. It's authorless. It's authorless. Uh, but it's titled uh, so from vulture.com it's titled by some sorcery Metallica made whiskey taste like how their new album sounds which is probably aged rocking. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's got the whiskey got to be super aged because yeah, anyway, all right. Like many, I, I see what you did there. <laughs> like many, I've spent a good chunk of quarantine getting into things I'd meant to meant to for a while. Among them, metal and whiskey. I usually keep them separate. Metal is my motivation after work runs, and a cocktail is a reward later in the night. But when I heard about Metallica's new whiskey for the group's new album, S and M Two, I thought, why the heck not? I deserve a little music product tie in as a treat. This isn't just some one-off cash grab, though. Metallica has been making whiskey since 2018 through the distillery. Yeah, all the way back to 2018. Such a wow. history, yeah. Uh, Blackened, yeah. which shares the name with their song and their record label, and the guys seem to be pretty into it. The ultimate goal with Metallica is to connect with their fans through recordings, through concerts, and increasingly through other ways that further creates a bond. The band has said in a statement at the time, the ultimate goal is to make a whiskey that fits into the Metallica experience and sets itself apart from the others. If you told me Metallica made whiskey, I'd expect some sort of 110 proof black sludge that burns harder than fireball. Huh. You lost me there, buddy. <laughs> burns, hard. burns harder than a 33% whiskey. <laughs> or a- Cinnamon whiskey. Holy moly, is this 34% cinnamon whiskey? <laughs> Black and American whiskey, which is only 90 proof, is not that. It gets its name because the whiskey is aged in black brandy barrels, or maybe they worked backward from the name and decided they might as well age it in the black brandy barrels for a bit. Regardless, it sounds like a fancy thing. 
I think that's the tag right there, and that kind of embodies this whole article. It sounds like a fancy yeah. thing. <clears throat> this yeah, sounds like a that's rocket a great thing. Um, regardless, uh, uh, regardless, sounds like a fancy thing. Someone who was actually trying to make a good and interesting whiskey would do, but it doesn't sound very metal. The actual metal part is that it still replays Metallica for the whiskey while it's aging, like those fancy Whoa. dairy farms that play Mozart for the cows. Uh, did, have you ever heard of that? Heck yeah. Uh, really? They're happy cows. Happy cows. All right. Blacken says the sound waves are supposed to disrupt the whiskey inside the barrel, causing increased wood interaction that kicks up the wood flavor characteristics in the whiskey. If the whiskey isn't going to taste like hellfire, at least it'll taste like wood. Blacken batch 106, number 26, because the first batch was 81. Clever. I don't know what that means. And it got listened to Metallica's news yeah. project, SNM2, a live album with the San Francisco Symphony from two 2019 performances. That's a good album. Is it? Oh, uh, No Leaf Clover with the San Francisco Orchestra. It's crazy. All right. But is that part of the new album, do you know? Or like. I don't know about new album, but the one they, the live album they did with the San Francisco Orchestra, yeah. All right. Anyway, I'll read the last paragraph here, which brings me back to the problem at the center of this. I shouldn't be putting Metallica whiskey into eggnog. I shouldn't be searching for or finding flavors like vanilla and clove and apricot and Metallica whiskey. And I shouldn't be drinking Metallica whiskey. That was Asian brandy casks with help from vibrations of a symphonic Metallica music. The fact that SM2 is the gimmick and such a tired one, serious orchestral music elevating unserious metal only makes you realize that Blacken's Batch 106 is even more of a gimmick from an awesome band that's developed a reputation for being a bit gimmicky. But even though all the gimmicks, Metallica is still a band that does not half-butt things, and they play their music for their whiskey, and Blacken Batch 106, at least you can tell. Anyway, Cole, I thought that was kind of a fun article. uh, My hipstery eyes were a-rolling on it, but do you have any thoughts with that? Yeah, <laughs> we did. What was it? Um, episode twenty four. So, uh, listeners, if you really want to check it out, check out episode twenty four. We did uh, an episode uh, honoring Dave Pickerel. We drank Whistle Pig Ten and Blackened Whiskey. Uh, it was an interesting article because the, the person's like like g- talking about gimmicky and stuff like that. But I, I guess like gimmicky is not the worst thing ever. Um. It kind of sounded like they were like, yeah, if you want a gimmicky whiskey, try this one. I don't know. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, you know, it used to be Dave Pickerel's gig, but now it's um, Rob Dietrich, I believe, who uh, is the Stranahan's um, master distiller. And he's got some chops, man, uh, like some some mutton chops. Uh, beautiful. And, yeah, I mean, is this, it said it was like the second batch, right? Oh, hold on. Let me look. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Sounds familiar. Yeah. So I, I'd be willing to try it. I, I don't know about the price point. I, I don't remember what the Blackened Batch Number One was, but it's been a while. Like the Blackened Batch Number One came out like literally like two years ago in like 2018. Yeah. Or <laughs> almost three years ago at this point. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. so i'm sure it's a whole different product well (laughs) i i don't know if it's a whole different product because to me it sounds like hey here's blackened but this time we played the new album and it oh i get what you're saying yeah yeah totally yeah yeah. so i'm like 
I don't know. Like, that's dumb. <laughs> no, that's that is dumb. But considering that, like, <laughs> even just where it's like, you know, but how much of whiskey is dumb? Where it's like, hey, we age this in a wallless rickhouse. You know, like little things. Yeah, where, like, yeah and then it worked out it, well, sometimes. Well, yeah. in this case, it didn't work out. It made it a key tequila. Yeah, it did. But yeah. it's one of those things where, like, you go, oh, I wonder how much this played into it. And I even think back to like. um just Buffalo Trace, uh, what is it, the Experimental Projects. And yeah. mm-hmm. was it 116? Was that the one we had? Uh, barrel 16. Yeah. Barrel 16. Mm-hmm. Okay, not 116. Barrel 16, yeah. where you're like, dude, this turned out amazing. So it's yeah. like all these little oh, factors, yeah. you know, and it's this like science of if we change this and we keep this the same, we keep then we keep this the same, but then we change that. And, the, like you know, it's all, yeah. I don't know. So it, maybe it makes a difference. I do doubt it but i don't know it sounds interesting um i've never had blackened yeah. in the first place so it might be kind of fun to do like a side-by-side comparison like did the new album really matter i don't know like i don't know yeah but this one was epic this album yeah and i think you know like i like metallica i i i really do yeah. uh mm-hmm. but i also know like i'm getting older and like really like me liking metallica like you talk to anybody who's like i'm not a tiktok star i'm not a youtube star i'm not somebody who <laughs> I'm really podcast mad- star. I'm, I'm not really anyone who matters in a world of like what is cool yeah okay cool all right lars and other guys lars, what's what's the james james i feel like there's a james in there yeah james hetfield and yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think right now because I've had too much tequila yeah. whiskey and, and flea. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. Careful, flea's flea's in the other band. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, right. and uh, and uh, all those one one word uh, Kirk Hammett. Like slash Kirk Hammett. and Sting, and then the uh, the uh, Hispanic guy who played in uh, Dave Navarro, not Dave Navarro. <laughs> Anthony, what is it, Kadish? <laughs> Kate. Didn't the didn't the ba- the new bassist for Metallica who took after what's his face played in all he wanted was a Pepsi just oh. one Pepsi Suicide Tendencies? Oh, I don't know that. I think so. I don't know. Anyway, we're cool. we're way outside of the realm. Like we've talked so much, we've talked have not talked much about whiskey this whole podcast this is the least no, whiskey yeah. podcast i think we've ever had well it's called. also the least whiskey we've ever tried well that basil hayden's up there with it that's true that wasn't even 100 percent whiskey so yeah at least this one is technically it's all whiskey right yeah, yeah. it's all whiskey just like i'm all man <laughs> This is a great episode. <laughs> no, it's not, but we're having a good time. And that's what it, that's the only thing that really matters, Cole. Yeah. Oh, so why don't we just skip to the next segment of our show? Sounds good. And it's time for... Did you finish the whole uh, the whole sample? No, I have a little bit left here. We'll did, finish did you, it. Did you finish but, yours? Um, uh, well, I have a whole bottle, so I can't. Oh, <laughs> that might be Shouldn't. bad. It's probably the word. Might be a bad yeah. idea. But Cole, what time is it for? <laughs> uh, it is time for what whiskey would you choose and for recapping last week's uh, results absolutely so lots of folks chimed in last week we talked about yeah. what cast strength is your favorite you've had lately and i thought because i went with stag jr cole went with four roses oh my gosh 
my I just realized I was looking at the results and, and um, it auto yeah OESF uh, auto yeah, corrected leaf. leaf. I was like, what did that mean? <laughs> so it auto corrected. What was it supposed to be? OESF. Yeah, OESF. Right. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. it auto corrected the leaf. But anyway, even with <laughs> the the uh, misspelling there, Cole won with fifty seven percent to forty three, which that's I, close. Well, I thought for sure Stag was going to win, and I vote. But I, me too. I voted for uh, Four Roses because, like, yeah, that is like Four Roses is just everything they put out is really good, and I think Stag kind of varies year from year. So if I'm going to go for something that's like just cross the board good, honestly, I would take Stag over Four Roses any day. Oh man, I mean that depends on the Four Roses uh, mash bill and 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 the code. But like most of the time, I would take for or I'd stag over four roses. Okay, so are we saying that I won then? You won in my book, right? So I won in your book, and you won in my book, and the listeners' book, which is all that matters, I guess. <laughs> uh, we had some good write-ins though. So uh, best yeah. uh, barrel proof that you've had lately. Um, uh, Marco NKC went with Wilder Career Read. Awesome, I absolutely agree. Yeah. Uh, oh, Cole, are you yawning? No, no, he's not. Cole never yawns, and then uh, I never not. I never yawn. I'm burping. I'm a little. I'm a little burpy on this one. I got a little. Really? I'm feeling a little bit though. Yeah. What was the proof on that? Eighty six. <laughs> That's it. Oh man. Yeah. What's wrong? I mean, with it's me? not eighty. Yeah. <laughs> it's not eighty. That's a good tagline. That's how you know. Yeah. Take go where the bourbon leads you, and it's not eighty. Those are two great. That's right. Bourbon yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Arizona Bourbon Hunter went with Smoke Wagon, Uncut, Unfiltered. Absolutely. Nice. It's so good. And then uh, Joel and M09 went with, uh, oh, he said he missed the kids' names. He would go with a boy would be Bourbon Barrel Bradbury. And then, <laughs> it's so good. But, His answer is perfect. But this is where it gets really good. And a girl yeah. would be Sherry Butts. And uh, <laughs> just one. Just one. Yeah. The what whiskey would you name your kid after? So Sherry Butts, Joel and M, oh nine, got it. I love it. Uh, but yeah. favorite cast strength is tricky. So many great ones. He think he says he's gonna go with a four year Willet. Um, great choice. Nathan Anthony seventeen went with Old Forester. What's S I B? Uh, single barrel. Single barrel. So S B is small batch or S M B is small batch. S I B is single barrel. Oh, uh, thank you, Sensei. And then um, mm-hmm. Joe.Justice went with local Four Roses BS OBSK. Nice. Barrel strength. OBSK is then all the Rical stuff, right? Is the code. So O is O and S are normal, <laughs> but the uh, B is the mash bill and K is the yeast strain. Gotcha. The specific okay. one. Okay. Yeah. I knew you'd have a cool. Thank you, Sensei. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And then Whiskey by the Bay went with Lux Row. Do you know that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's they. They're uh, they're like a company that does, but they did their own. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a conglomerate in sort of way. Okay. And then Beer to Bourbon Destro. I don't know if I cut it off there, but uh, it used to be Bell Mead. Uh, now it's nice. Yeah. Yes, it'd be Bell Mead. And when it was 115, 125 proof, now it's 108. And uh, our Canadian friend, Canadian turtle friend, Brotaska Escanosa, with uh, mm-hmm. 
EHT, but it's still got to be that lot 40 cast strength first edition and 110%. Oh, if that was what I was drinking lately, I'm with you. And then yeah. Rotten Andrew went with J. Henry Eight Year Patton Road. Have you had that? Or know what that is? Um, the J. Henry. No, I haven't had the Patton Road, but that's a uh, Wisconsin. Um, oh. Actually, we have that on the shelf uh, to, to still do on the podcast. Oh, do we? I don't know if we have uh, that specific one. I don't know if we have. Okay, what? Well, I'll be honest. But uh, what was that guy's name again? What was his username? It's R O U T T Andrew. So uh, R O Andrew, um, <laughs> if you're listening, hit us up, man. I've seen you uh, like a few of our things lately, and I feel like you're listening. So hit us up. We uh, we want to talk to you. Absolutely, all of you. Yeah. Just keep hitting us up. We love it, man. Yeah. And we then love it. Uh, Jason Preston went with Lefroy Tenure Batch Eleven. Nice cask. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's it for what we got. That's good. Good. good I mean, a lot of people, people responded this week, so I mean, like, I, we got a lot. Of, we got a. I, I feel like, kind of, when you go with cast strength, that's kind of where you kind of separate your tequila whiskey drinkers from your. Yeah. Radio. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Lots of good responses, sure. but uh, cool. Hey, do you have uh, what whiskey would you use for us this week? I do. It is the question is, what is an overrated whiskey in your opinion? And I need to think about this myself. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So, oh, man. I got, I mean, I think in general, and this is like the like easiest way to go with this question, is just to mm-hmm. say Pappy, because Pappy is good. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's just like, everybody knows, like, it's more of marketing and availability, yeah. right? So I'm gonna mm. go with EHT in general. EHT, yeah, and I know it's controversial. Come on, but here's the thing: there's a like even like, and I haven't had every EHT right, but I will say, mm. in general, EHT. Oh, I don't know if it's over. Oh, maybe okay. I'm gonna put myself out there, dude. You had the seasoned wood; it blew your mind. Seasoned wood is, uh, yeah, and that's. I mean, okay, but I will say like. Okay, well, I'll just say what is it? EHT single barrel, barrel proof? Is that okay. what it is? No, it, well, it's either the barrel proof or the single barrel or small batch. Or the okay, I'm gonna go single three. barrel small batch. Uh, you got to choose one or the other. Wait, oh, wait, well, okay, hold on here. Let me look at what I got, and, and it's good. So the small batch is the cheaper one, and the single yeah. barrel is a little more. Expensive. I'm going small batch. So EHT okay, single cool. barrel small batch, which is really good. Um, but I feel like because of availability, it's overrated, right? I gotcha. So yeah, that's that's kind of true because you can kind of. I mean, like yeah, people will pay a hundred and fifty bucks for a bottle of the small batch. Absolutely, probably. and like I covet what and I have like, left because I know like yeah. it's gonna be hard for me to mm-hmm. get it. Um, yeah, and like honestly, like you can get like wild turkey, like wild turkey rare breed is so stinking solid at. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to find. So I'm going to say, yeah, EHT, single barrel, barrel proof. Is that right? Okay. And mess it up again? No, no, no. Uh, just small batch. Small is what batch. Said. Okay. So that's what I'm going with because, you know what? You can get a lot of great whiskeys that are similar to it, I think. So what do you got, Cole? What do you think is overrated? Uh, I'm going to break some people's hearts here. Um, 
but I I think it's good. No, I don't know. That's hard because it's cheap. <laughs> that's the hard thing. My my first impression or my first thought was Wild Turkey 101. Okay. Some people rave about it, and I think it's good. But then the price is so low that it's not overrated in a way. Mm-hmm. Now I need to think a little more. I have a, I, see. Uh, I think you went down the right road there because really, it, for price, it's still really good. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, and if you want, and my thing is the the reason I don't love it for all the hype is it is oakier than what I love. Okay. Um, but let me try to think. Oh, here's here's a here's a here's one that'll uh, shake some tail feathers or whatever the <laughs> phrase is. Um, Thomas H. Handy. Okay. I think is overrated. All right. It's, it's only six years old. It's only six and a half years old. And we had the 2021. We've had the, I want to say we have the 2019 one. We've had a few of them. They're always good, but they're not always antique. B-tack worthy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. That's why I say I I really do think that uh, Handy can be great. I've had some great years of it. But is it as much as people will spend for it? No, not at all. I You know what? Most of the antique collection, I would say, is worth it, um, but not Handy. I think I'm going to agree with you there, Cole. Absolutely. So Yeah, all right. Well, sounds uh, good. I. Most I guess the whiskey. only thing left we have to do is decide uh, our matchup for next week. Yeah, you got anything in mind or? Um, let's here. I'll choose the first one, and you choose the second. Okay. One. Um, let's do Balvini Pete week. We got to get a good Scott. Cool. I was gonna pick that, and there we go. Okay, so <laughs> we'll pick something lame then that won't win. Um, let's do. Uh, just your bottom shelf, a Svedka vodka. <laughs> um, Easy. So, let's see. So you're doing Balvenie Pete Week. I can't wait to try that. But I think from what we got, I think we'll go international with it, and we'll put up the Green Spot Chateau, the Leoville Vartan. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. That's what I said. So I mean, that'll be a good matchup. Yeah, and I have a feeling Green Spot's going to win, and I'll be super sad, but that's okay. We'll get to the <laughs> Balvini Pete week soon. Yeah, I think we did this matchup before, and we had to override it, but I think or the Green Spot won. Yeah, but we'll do it again. Okay. Well, don't tell people that. It'll be great. Don't tell people that. they got yeah. short memories. Choose what you want, people. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I uh, I hope our, our listeners can handle a... Uh, over an hour. This might be one of our longest episodes, actually. For a whiskey of this caliber, it's a pretty long episode. <laughs> it is. A um, lot of tangents, a lot of digressions. <laughs> but I hope our listeners had a great time nonetheless. Yeah, seriously. I hope you guys had a good time listening to us talk about a lot of nothing. Uh, and Cole, <laughs> you know what, man? I hope that you get some good rest this week. I hope that your time with your wife is great. And I hope that you are super excited about whatever gender your child may be. Yeah, I sure hope it's a Nina. But most of all, <laughs> listeners, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours. Yeah.